Hey, welcome to This Is Row, my podcast where I and my friends share stories about our life, how it has prepared us for who we are today, and what the roadblocks are to becoming our own version of success. So I hope you hear a thing or two that resonates with you. On today's episode, I want to get into a little bit of a reflection from my past year. So August is my birthday month, and I turned 32. I don't particularly think this is a milestone birthday, but to my surprise, there were a few new in-my-face moments that forced me to be confronted with a side of myself that needed some extra attention. Now, when I get forced into these gaps of discomfort, I battle with giving myself enough time to weather the storm and make sure to walk away with a few insights. So the year leading up to my last birthday was rather refreshing. For the first time in a long time, I felt content with the progress I was making, feeling more like myself, and being so grateful for all the learning opportunities. There was so much going on between coaching, the program, getting to know new people, develop an offering, a website, finding my coaching specialty, you name it. Like I was a busy bee. Now, fast forward a year later, I couldn't have felt more unproductive with what only felt like very little progress and so much discomfort. And I thought I'd finally locked in my coaching niche, you know, just to realize that, you know, something felt off. (laughs) I stopped coaching for a bit to find what was missing. I discovered a whole slew of things that I didn't know and I really wanted to know more about. Unfortunately, I didn't feel like anything was coming together. It's crazy, right? Because as an artist, it is super common to be in your own head all the time. It's really where the magic happens, but it's also where the self-destruction happens. You're in a good spot when you're borderlining the two. And for those who know, it can be a bit of a dark place sometimes. So the one thing I always try to come back to is it's not about the outcome because it's all about the journey. So throughout this entire process of starting a podcast, I really didn't know what I was going to be doing or what I should be expecting. So I'm learning every time I do this, how to work towards something I've never done before. So at the end of last year, when I went back to Holland for the first time in three years, I had this big grand plan to record my first five episodes of just random stories that I remembered from working at the casino because I thought that would be so fun. And somehow the universe, God, wherever she may be, decided for me to lose my voice within two days of arriving. And it's kind of ironic, right? Because to start a podcast, you have to record with your voice. And so I took it as a sign to be quiet and observe and listen more. And what I didn't know then that was so obvious now, it wasn't the right place to be using my time to talk about the past when there were other things that needed my attention. So I had a best friend from my casino days and we had almost a three-year breakup, if you will. And I was really surprised because my mom, as she always is the wisest woman in my life, Oi, Anak, you know your friend, Leo. And then she continued to tell me how she still sees him because they live in the same town and you guys aren't bad people. You just made a mistake and tried to fix everything on your own and like lost your friendship. So I decided with lack of voice to act. In that moment, I messaged him 
and asked him if he was ever open to meeting me while I was here in Holland to give me the opportunity to essentially apologize to him for what I think he deserved an apology for. And to my surprise, he actually agreed to meet me. And it was hard because I could see the hurt in his face and I felt quite nervous because you never really know when you're walking into such a vulnerable situation, you don't know how somebody's going to respond. So nevertheless, he was so forgiving and so kind. To my pleasant surprise, we ended up spending hours together that day. And what's so interesting is even though so many years go by, whether it's one, 10, five years, if you're really a true friend, And if you have a very solid foundation, there comes a point when you realize that there is a reason why the two of you are friends. And as much as time has passed, we missed out on a lot. There was that foundation that we had built 10 years ago. And somehow that magic found us again. And what was so interesting when I walked away from spending the day with him, it's amazing what forgiveness can do. Asking for forgiveness is asking for yourself to put your ego aside and provide an apology and asking for forgiveness, not just for yourself, but for the other person. As much as there's two people in this relationship, I had no expectations or wants for him to do the same. I just wanted him to give me the opportunity to acknowledge his feelings, acknowledge what I did, and also give context to how I got there. I think oftentimes we forget, right, that other people are also struggling and going through things. And it's up to you if you want to share that with anybody. It's just going to be harder if you decide not to, to then have somebody reciprocate in a way that you want because nobody's a mind reader. (laughs) I kept on thinking about how different we both were when we stopped connecting with each other. We were so much younger. We were in our 20s trying to find what we were, whatever it was that we were looking for. We were trying to become who we wanted to be. But sometimes you need life to happen to you to force you into changing those parts about yourself in order to grow, progress as a person, as an individual. I realized that for so long since leaving Holland and coming to America, there was such a big part of myself that I was holding on to that no longer needed to be held on to. She just needed to be set free. Like everybody else has gone through so much growth in such a rapid amount of time that I personally didn't catch on to how much I had grown. And I was just holding on to a version of myself that I needed to give permission to let go of. So by asking for forgiveness from my friend was a way for me to tell myself, just forgive yourself as well for what it is that you did and for who you were at the time, because you were doing the best that you could with the tools that you had. Even though I haven't been able to kind of check off these things on my goals list that I had hoped to achieve within this year, I did check off a really big box that I thought I would never be able to check off, which was reconnecting with my best friend. And as I'm telling you the story, it reminds me of another friend that was really dear to me. We met in her early 20s. I'm laughing because it's just so crazy. We lost touch as well when I moved to the States. And it's so interesting and so heartbreaking at the same time that sometimes we need to remove ourselves from our current situation to be able to gain perspective of what it is that we need to learn how we need to grow, where we need to 
move toward. And sometimes, even though it's really hurtful and sad, sometimes it's the thing that you need to propel forward. And I'm super fortunate that the people that I had in my life before this crazy transition and transformation, I'm still able to connect with and call my friends because not everyone gets to be a part of that new version of you. You don't get to be a part of somebody else's new version, right? In February of this year, I was on LinkedIn looking and scrolling through, I don't know, what it I don't know what it was that I was looking for. And somehow I landed on my friend's page, Marina, and I was like, you know what? I should DM her and I should thank her for this advice that she gave me before I relocated to the state. And it was the best advice that she gave me. So I just was I DM'd her and I said, thank you so much. And I really appreciated it. And your advice was very unbiased and it was it had no ulterior motive of, of, of any sort. So I just wanted to say thank you. <laughs> I was so mysterious, which is such a good marketing tactic, which is kind of ironic because she is like an expert in sales and marketing. Um, it forced her to respond to me. And that was not my intention. I, I just wanted to have said it. And if she wanted to say something back, that's fine. And if she didn't, that was fine as well. And so she DM'd me back and she was like, oh, I'm just really curious what it was. It was so long ago. So it was kind of like an in to start talking. And I was really surprised that she even said, you know, I know we haven't spoken in a long time, but you're you're always in my heart. In that moment, I thought, wow, there's so many days that I feel so alone, hoping and wishing that I could just go back to this this moment where I could just call a friend and ask them to come hang out and drink coffee. Or for those who have that in their life, just know it's it's really a beautiful luxury to have because there's a lot of us out there that don't have that privilege. I was like, man, we used to do that all the time. Me and Marina, me and Leo. I mean, all my friends are not friends with each other, but you know, those are all very similar traits within in friendship. So when she said that, I was like, hey, this is my new number. Like if you wanted to WhatsApp me, just, you know, hit me up. And somehow we picked up where we left off, but you could tell there was such a change in demeanor, how we showed up for ourselves and each other in the conversations. And all of this was like audio calls, voice memos, text messages. It was like a lot in a very short amount of time because we wanted to fill each other in on all the information of all the details of our lives that we've missed in the past five years. Within about a month, we both discovered that we are really good at bouncing ideas off of each other. She's an expert in sales and marketing. I'm an expert in diversity and coaching. We found that we are able to... What I'll say is that we're really good at complimenting each other. Today, uh, we actually work together. I'm realizing as I'm sharing the story again, how many amazing surprises life has for you. And I'm a really firm believer that sometimes you have to create space for somebody to walk away and for somebody new to walk in. I just didn't realize it could be individuals that I already had in my life before and that we both separately had to grow, experiment with life, understand our lives and what it is that we want and go through our heartaches and the loves and just adolescence in order to get a grip of who we really want to be and see if those two souls can still connect. And in my case, those are an absolute yes. So if you've ever been wondering if 
it is time to reconnect with someone or the attempt to, I think it's always worth trying. Sometimes you do it and you figure out that that person might be exactly where you left them. And that's okay. In my case, we are not where we left each other. And it's absolutely fucking amazing. Which kind of brings me to this entire podcast and whatever this journey has been like. When I first started it, I was so upset with all the things that went wrong, all the things I didn't know, um, losing my voice, not being able to record, having to be more present. And for some reason, for me, it's like the obstacle to really start recording for whatever reason that makes it so challenging for me in my mind. And I wanted to bring out an episode every week and then it was every other week and then as you're learning the logistics as an ADHD creative individual, just because those logistical details make sense doesn't mean that your brain and your creative mind want to abide by those times and dates that you set for yourself. As I'm recording this, what's coming up for me is that nothing about anything has been perfect this year. In fact, nothing about my journey has been perfect. It has been a journey of exploration. And if we take this podcast as an example, I really was thinking there was going to be like a specific style to my storytelling and that I was just going to share a story and then hope something resonates and clicks for someone. But as you're talking and you're doing this on your own, it's just another reminder, for me at least, that I'm doing this alone. My dream is always to work with my friends and one way or another in some form of a capacity. And slowly I started inviting people to the podcast because I realized that other people had this affinity to wanting to be a guest. And as I'm on a call with a guest to record an episode, that's when this magic happens that you can't prepare for. My biggest obstacle is to make peace with how imperfect this podcast has been so far. And more importantly, that I give myself the room and the space to just experiment and try stuff out. I understand fully that I could lose listeners, that it's not good for marketing purposes. I am a firm believer that I am the niche. No one's going to tell me that I have to fit into a box if I can check off multiple boxes. It's very difficult to niche one person in who is as diverse as I am. And my passion isn't necessarily about teaching anything. My passion is to share stories with the intention that others feel like they are seen, heard, appreciated, acknowledged through those stories. So often with these niches, I feel like so many of us end up not fitting into them and not being able to connect with them. And what I'm learning about myself is that time management is still really hard. <laughs> but having to do it all is very time consuming. You are it. I am the creator. I am the editor. I'm the storyteller. I'm the story writer. If you're listening and you don't have a podcast and you think like this doesn't resonate to you, you can just exchange the podcast for something else. If you are it and if you are it in your household or if you are it in your business or if you are it for your life, then you are doing the best that you can. And it's only up to you how you want to design that, curate that, how you want to dance that. That's all on you. 
which is a lot of pressure, but it's also a lot of freedom. Now that I'm trying to reflect my past year, because I, you know, I'm aging gracefully, I hope. <laughs> I really lost sight of it. I lost sight of the fact that this is an extension of my art practice, that this is row is a way of exploring the foundation of who I am and connecting to those parts that inspire me to do more. And my friend Jen has been trying to tell me this for months, is that you have to learn to fall in love with the process. And it's so funny that exactly what I had to learn while studying art, she's trying to tell me this like 10 years later. In this exact moment that you're sharing with me, I feel gratitude that I dared to do something, even though it makes me feel so many things that is uncomfortable, but it's so fun. And it's so fun when I hear other people who listen to the podcast saying that they've gone through something in life and that they're going to start a podcast and that they themselves don't know what they're doing, but they feel so passionate about what it is that they're sharing, that it gives them this extra dosage of happiness and purpose. Because I've lost a lot of sleep over this this end, whatever end goal for This Is Row podcast, but for what? right? Like for who? Everything is about intention. It's always about the intention and it's never going to be about the end result. It's art and it's my art. As I am closing my birthday month and we're going into Virgo season in September, I'm so utterly surprised that these random points in the past year has brought me so much and filled my soul so much that it actually makes me really sad that I haven't been able to feel this in the moment. I Apparently, I'd rather lose sleep over worrying about all the things that could potentially happen are happening than enjoying my sleep, dreaming about all the things that I am fortunate to have in my life. And as I'm listening to other people share those stories about their journey as well makes me want to be that much more grounded in being able to acknowledge and how fortunate we are with the things that we have in our life versus all the things that we don't have lost, wish we had, but don't. And I just have to process that, uh, that I wasn't present for any of these things. So I guess I would say it's never too late to learn. You're never too old to be taught something. I'm slowly coming to terms with what defines me and what I want to be defined by and taking my power back. If you're holding on to a version of yourself that's five, six, 10 years old, it's unlikely that it'll really give you what it is that you're needing because you're just not that person anymore. So I'm preparing to go visit my family in September in Holland. And I hope to gain more insight and perspective to what life has to offer me and what it's trying to teach me. I can't guarantee that every episode is going to be the same, truthfully, because it's almost like you're getting access to like an audio diary. And I'm not even a girl that had a diary. I hope you want to stick around for more because I... um, I'm not done yet. I'm not done having conversations with people. I'm not done having conversations with myself. As I'm closing out my birthday and my birthday month, I want to say thank you for for listening. Thank you for tuning in and showing up for me better than I show up for myself sometimes. And I hope that as I go through my journey of 
exploration that you do the same. And it's not anybody's job to do that for you because really, you really want to be the one in charge of you. (laughs) So until next time, hopefully a better, newer version of This Is Row. I can't wait to see you then. Joke. I can't wait to talk to you then. (laughs) 